this is Kimber, and here are today's best bits from Clairezy, Shane, and Kimber on Mix ninety four point five. Now, guys, there's been a few articles circulating in the last week or so because a child psychologist from California. Um, put out an article that warned parents that a peck on the lips can be confusing for their child. Like plenty of parents kiss their children on the lips and she said it's confusing. And so parents have been fighting back by posting images of themselves kissing their children on the lips and and putting it all over social media wherever they can. Mm. right? And it, it seems like a bit of a storm in a teacup, but our Facebook followers last night, they got very passionate about it because... They're saying there's nothing sexual about this. If you if you're looking at the at a parent kissing their child on the lips and you think that's sexual, mm. like where do we draw the line? Yeah, you know, because uh, I mean that you could say the same thing about breastfeeding. Yep, um, and it's you know completely natural. It should be up to each parent. We spoke to uh, child psychologist Dr. Fiona Martin talking about it. Is it sexual kissing your child on the lips? But it's absurd to think that you know a young child, for example. Um, you know, um, a parent kissing a young child is, is in any way sexual. It's like saying breastfeeding is confusing or sexual. It's, yeah. It's- yeah. Mikey, it's got to be a parent's choice, but what do you think? How do you, what's your take on the subject? You know what? Um, I, I completely understand the argument that it's not sexual. Yep. But I do find it a little odd. Maybe that's just because when you know, I was raised, my mother was very affectionate. She hugged. She was a big hugger. Mm. And a kiss, but it was a kiss on the cheek. Whereas I had an aunt who um, had uh, had you know, th- three uh, three kids, or all my cousins, and every now and then she'd say to them, give me a Hollywood, and they'd give her a kiss on the lips. <laughs> a Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood. It was called, give me a Hollywood. And, and every, every time we would be driving back from this aunt's place, I, I won't mention her name, yeah. mum would always go, I find it creepy when they give her a Hollywood. <laughs> That's like a Hollywood close-up. You know, I think it's because it's that next level of family. Like some families, mm. everyone kisses, the aunts, the uncles, everyone kisses the kids on the lips. I don't in my family, but like mm. my, I kiss my parents on the lips. So I did, I don't now, but I did when I was a child. Yep. And, but I wouldn't kiss my nieces on the lips. You okay. know, like I go, yeah. they're not my children. I just don't feel like it's, you know, I'll kiss them on the head. And Mum yeah. came over on Father's Day. It sounds weird, doesn't it? And I gave her a kiss and we, she was in the car. So she turned her head at the wrong time. I got a smack right on the smackers. <laughs> yeah. oh. It was a little odd. We don't normally do that. <laughs> no. There's nothing wrong with it. But I, I mean, there are certain parts of Newcastle where I grew up with that would be considered normal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, too, the thing is, I don't find it offensive either way. Like right. if a parent says, I want to kiss my children on the lips, mm. knock yourselves out. Oh, that's fine. But if yeah. someone says they don't want to kiss their children on the lips, that's okay too. Like I don't, you know, I think that they're the same thing. But we're interested to know what you think. Thirteen thirty-three fifty-three. Do you think it's appropriate? Yeah. To kiss children on the lips. Yeah. And a child psychologist came out in America and said, "Look, kissing your children on the lips can be confusing for a child because yep. it's sexual." And the vast majority of people completely disagree because most of us, well, particularly in Australia, I know anyway, most of us kiss our kids on the lips. When we're growing up, it seems to be pretty standard behaviour and not considered sexual at all. Yeah, and, you know, it's up to the individual. I'd never done it, and, Mikey, you were sort of in that same ballpark. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think you're right. I mean, it's, it, it's what you grew up with. If, if, you, if your parents did it, I suppose you grew up thinking that's okay. My mother ne- never kissed me on my lips, and my father never hugged me. Oh, oh there's an R <laughs> moment right there. Okay. So, occasionally when I bring him a beer, I'd get a cold. <laughs> well done. Yeah, well, we spoke to a, a psychologist yesterday, mm. Dr. Fiona Martin, and she says there's nothing sexual yeah. about it. This is what she was saying about whether it's dangerous or not. There are no known psychological effects for a child who has been kissed on the lips by their parents. So yeah. there are no research to suggest that it's, you know, it's harmful in any way. In, if, if anything, it's, um, it's promoting emotional connectivity, which is what parents should be doing. Got some callers on the issue on 1333. 53. Amy and Byford, do you think it's appropriate to kiss kids on the lips? Of course it is. 
pretty standard in your place? Yes, exactly. It's nothing sexual at all. The kids see that I kiss their dad on the lips and they see it's shown as love. Mm. Two of my kids are my stepchildren and my stepson grabs my face and smooches me like no tomorrow mm. <laughs> because that's the way that kids show love. Beautiful. Yeah, and the kids, it's something that, that adults put on children, isn't it? If, we, if, it's t- if it's deemed as sexual by other people, that's an adult interpretation, not what children exactly. think. Exactly. It's like trying to tell a kid that they can't wear short shorts because someone might not like it. Yeah, okay. Uh, Thanks, Amy. I told my stepdaughter and she turned around and said, that is just silly. You can kiss me on the lips. There you go. Yeah, actually, mind you, though, when I was a kid, I was told not to wear short shorts, but that, that was actually just common sense. <laughs> a different reason. Yeah, yeah. Please don't put the kid in shorts. Oh, dear. Gail's in Girraween. What do you think about this issue here, Gail? Yeah, I don't think there's a problem at all. When they're little, you kiss them. Yeah. It just all comes natural. But I think the child itself, when they start hitting puberty, they start telling you when they don't want it. Mm. Because I have my grandson, he lives with me, has done since he was three. We go to school, give a kiss uh, during the day, you know, give a little kiss. But now when we go to school and I drop him off, he drops his head right. uh, yeah. on the forehead. Yeah. So I think they will tell you when it's, they're not ready. You know, Gail, you're on the money. When we spoke to the psycholog- uh, psychologist yesterday, she said the same thing. She said kids will just decide when they think it's not appropriate anymore. Mm. If they don't yes. want to, they will stop kissing you or they'll make it difficult to kiss them. Yeah, exactly. So. Especially at that school drop-off point, the old kiss and drive. Oh, yeah. Claire's has to drop his kids a block away. They won't. Yeah. <laughs> no, two suburbs. <laughs> 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 Hey, hey, look, you know, when I was growing, when I was a kid, it was a good day when mum slowed down. <laughs> As they approached the first anniversary of their first show, October 2014 it was, for The Chasers, and we speak at the Media Circus. And Julian Morrow, good morning, Julian. Good morning, and thank you very much for that double special. That's just so kind of you. Special, special. Special, special guests. Thank well, you. Julian, we're trying to make you feel special because uh, there is suggestions that as soon as the ABC find enough left-wing cats who instinctively hate Australia <laughs> that you guys on The Chaser are being replaced. I mean, it's bittersweet because the ratings would be there with cat videos, but you would be unemployed. I see that as sweet, sweet, yeah. Uh, that would be... <laughs> Like the quality of Australian broadcasting would go up, and we get a couple of weeks off. And let's face it, those cat videos are very funny. They are funny. Um, they are yeah. generally amusing. They're rating too. That's right. But in the absence of that, we'll make a show about the week's news. <laughs> 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 At best, mild amusement across the nation. <laughs> so you see, this whole concept of a, of a game show based on the news. Do you reckon it's got legs, mate? <laughs> Look, um, I don't think it's been done before. So I reckon <laughs> it's a trial. What we're trying to do is like, I mean, we 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 think maybe something about the the news week or the mm. I don't know. I'm not sure, but bad um, news you, week. Mikey, do you just, think just, it work? Well, see, the thing is, one thing. Just promise me this: never let the host sing. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you an ironclad, lifelong guarantee on that. I have seen something that was supposed to approximate music emanating from the mouth of Craig Rucastle, and yep. I still have post-traumatic stress to this day. So <laughs> we, we, we will impose that um, across the board. It's, uh, it's a winner. Hey, Julian, how soon we forget. But, mate, uh, I saw Darren Hinch getting very upset at Pauline Hanson during the week. Did you manage to get a bit of uh, that together? Because that was one worth squeezing in oh, this look- week. It was a beautiful moment from uh, some of the quality debates that they have on breakfast television. Yep. I have to say, I am sick and tired of Darren Hinch's left-wing rantings and trying ah. to bring down the right. I mean, he is just he's just so insane. Uh, it, it, uh, thankfully, Pauline Hanson was there to try and, you know, restore some calm and reason to the debate. Uh, and, um, you know... That that's the sort of quality that we that we aim to cover um, in uh, in the media circuit. 
Yeah, Julian, just before we go, I'd like to check. Um, you guys gave yourselves a Logie. What was that for? <laughs> well, there were, we, we, we were very inspired by the uh, Building Industry Royal Commission and Dyson Hayden's decision that he wasn't biased. And so we mm. thought that we should probably have a think about what the best show on television was going to be this year. And we, we took a long time over it. We, we spent a few days thinking about it. And we decided that no reasonable person could give the prize to anyone other than us. So we've, um, we've awarded ourselves a prize. We've all got acceptance speeches. And, you know, I think justice has been seen to be done. I think uh, yeah. you know, the nation's a winner. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Also, dude, I'm just looking. You've got a great lineup for your first show. Ben Ford and Mia Freeman, uh, Zoe, Pete Burnham, probably my favourite stand-up comedian in the country right now. P- Pete is absolutely superb. And I've got to say, one of the things that's been really nice uh, about um, media circuits is, you know, all our old Chaser shows, it was basically just the, the Chaser guys. Mm. And, you know, we've we been working together for the best part of 15 years. We, we were friends for the best part of 12 months, uh, two yeah. decades ago, and we've just had to work together ever since. But with the media circus, we get to have uh, nicer, funnier, smarter people into the studio to do, it, do the work for us. <laughs> and Pete Burner is, um, you know, an absolute breath Jeez. of fresh air on that. And then, yeah. you know, and, and seeing also like the war stories from journos and people who've been there on the scene um, is amazing as well. Tracy Spicer was great last year. Hugh Rimmington told us a few of the, uh, you know, sort of tales from behind the, from under the news desk at, at, uh, at Channel 10. And George Negus even, you know, talking us through all the different um, moustaches and, uh, and, and gold necklaces he's had through the decades of news that he's made was, uh, you know, was great fun. And that's, we're certainly going to be continuing that this year. Love it's interesting it. having, yeah, Mia as well, who obviously has gone from being an, an editor mm. of a magazine to like a media proprietor in her own right. Um, and, you know, and Ben Fordham's done absolutely everything. In um, uh, in television, and, 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 you know, the fact and that coming on this show means obviously you know things are going really badly for him. <laughs> ben Ben will do anything, which is one of the great things about Ben. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, we do have some great footage of him. I believe setting a world record for um, pizza face slapping. Um, I'm not sure whether he beat a previous mark or whether no one had tried to do it before, but apparently he has a world record. So a world record and a Walkley, you can't argue with that. Sweet. Chase's Media Circus tomorrow night, 8pm. Next time we get you on, Julian, we'll get uh, Bruce McEvaney if we can find the budget to do the double special. Sounds great. The best of Clairsey, Shane and Kimber on Mix 94.5.